This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. So let's talk about Facebook here. In uh, So you got the whole story about Facebook uh, censoring conservatives. I just read Glenn's, Glenn had a Facebook post that he, did they call him? I think Facebook called him and invited him up to go uh, meet with Zuckerberg. It was pretty cool. So I look forward to hearing how that went. And Glenn says he, he wants to go. I think that'd be great. Um, but Facebook censoring conservatives. Okay. So the question is, can Facebook swing an election? I'll just tell you up front, the answer is yes. Absolutely they can. The only question is, will they? And I guess how much of an effect, we don't know. But they can certainly have a a major influence. So let's prove that. So back in January 2012, two psychologists, uh, two psychology researchers did an experiment on Facebook users. Now, this... They released their results in 2014, and you might remember there was a little bit of controversy with their research, not because of what it said, but because they didn't tell anyone, and Facebook didn't tell anyone that they were doing it on you. So what they did is they took 689,000 random users, and you may have been one of them, and they manipulated your news feed Right, that's when you go to Facebook and you see everyone's posts. Yeah, that's called the news feed. They manipulated people's news feeds and then monitored your Facebook profile to see if it changed your behavior. And again, the controversy was that they never asked anyone's permission. Like, you know, it's ethical and necessary in every psych study ever. And Facebook says, well, listen, when you sign up for Facebook, you know, you accept to the user terms of an agreement or whatever like, that no one ever reads. And that's part of it. One of the terms is that you can, your Facebook feed can be manipulated for psych studies if we want it. We don't have to tell you. So you agreed to that when you signed up for Facebook. Now, again, my problem is no one paid attention to what the study found. So here's the manipulation they did. When you go on Facebook, there's an algorithm that determines what you see. And it's based off of whose pages you've been to, interests you have, interests your friends have, things they're liking are more likely to show up on your feed. Have you ever noticed if you like someone's picture, then you're more likely to see more pictures from that person the next day, right? So it's all this algorithm that figures it out. So what the researchers did is they selected negative posts to put on your wall. So if you were one of the selected people, you went on Facebook and there were all these negative things up there, uh, posts about bad news in people's lives and stuff. And then they looked to see if you posted more negative things. And sure enough, uh, I'll quote here. uh, They found that moods were contagious. The people who saw more positive posts responded by writing more positive posts themselves. Similarly, seeing more negative content prompted the viewers to be more negative in their own posts. 
So this is an important foundational point because we know that Facebook can manipulate your newsfeed and alter not only your mood, but also your actions. Okay, They can do that. They, they, they can manipulate your newsfeed legally or whatever. But then also when they do, it has an effect on you and not only your mood, but your actions as well. All right, that's the foundational point. Now, a couple weeks ago, Zuckerberg had a Q&A with Facebook employees. And the way they do that is uh, users submit questions. It's all done internally, but they submit questions and then other employees vote on the questions and then they ask him to Zuckerberg. Right? So one of the most popular questions was, what responsibility, this is to Mark Zuckerberg, what responsibility does Facebook have to help prevent President Trump in 2017? What responsibility does Facebook have to prevent Trump from winning the presidency? Now, <laughs> they feel, there's people there who feel like it is their duty. They have a responsibility to use this tool, Facebook, to beat Trump. It's not just something that could be done. It's something that must be done, at least to many people. Now, before we tell you how, I'll tell you one last thing here. If you're skeptical, we've told this story many, many times. I'll do it real quick. Uh, Barack Obama in 2008 convened what is called the Behavioral Psychologists Dream Team. There are five or six behavioral psychologists from across the country, schools across the country. And they figured out subtle things that the Obama campaign can do to influence people's behavior to support Obama. And they did a bunch of little things. I'll just share one. Uh, this is the most obvious, most simple to understand. When they knocked on people's doors right on election day, usually uh, every other campaign says, "Oh, you know, I am. I'm Chris. Uh, you know, I'm voting for Barack Obama, and uh, you know, we'd love for you to vote for Obama too." And you know, election day today, go to the polls, blah, blah. and and that's a certain amount of effective. But what the behavioral psychologists found through a, a bunch of different studies about peer pressure is they would knock on uh, someone's door. Oh, sir, how are you today? Did you know that a majority of your neighbors are voting for Barack Obama? Yeah, my name's Chris. I'm here with the Obama campaign. We'd love it if you could join your neighbors in voting for Obama as well. Now, when they did that in in, uh, different studies, it wasn't about campaigns or Obama. It was about actually using bathroom towels in hotels. That's one famous one. Uh, but it about increased behavior or changed a certain behavior about 39% more likely to do that behavior than the old way. So let's say it wasn't 39%. Let's say it was 10% different. That's a big difference. And people, a lot more people voted because of these tiny, subtle little things. So if you accept that as true, which I absolutely do. I mean, this is the basis of advertising. This, is not, this isn't a crazy concept. It's just basic advertising. Why, when you go to the grocery store, is the sale sign written in red? If an item's on sale, why is it written in red? That's just behavioral psychology. They know that when something's red, it's more urgent. It's better. To, it's easier to catch your attention. Why, uh, if something is organic, is it have a green label? Okay. Well, we associate green with healthy. I mean, this, this go to the grocery store is one giant social or behavioral psychology experiment on you. The music that plays, the layout of the grocery store, the colors of the grocery store, uh, where they put the produce, where they put the milk. Uh, where they put the magazines, right? It's all done to 
It's all behavioral psychology. So Barack Obama was the first person to really do it in an election. Facebook's going to do it too. They have a ton of power. Do you remember in previous elections? On election day, there you'd go to your Facebook page and there'd be a button up at the top. And it would have uh, like an actual button, like a like a, the button would say "I voted," right? Like like an old campaign button kind of thing. And then underneath it, you would click yes or no, something like that. Like, did you vote or did you not vote? And if you did vote, then that would be shared with all your friends. So your friends go to their Facebook page, and it says Charlie Smith and twenty eight other friends voted today. You should too. So they did a study on this. They did this in 2012, 2014. They did a study and they found that it has a small effect on turnout rates. And it's very similar to what we we're just sharing with Barack Obama back in 2008 when he would knock on doors and say, did you know a majority, and he wouldn't, but his volunteers, did you know a majority of your neighbors are voting for Barack Obama? Peer pressure, very influential. So when you go on Facebook and you see that a certain number of your friends voted today, it's more likely that you're going to vote. Very small, I'll grant you that. They said it increases someone's Likelihood of voting by 0.39%. Very small. But over a large population, that adds up. So what if Facebook decides to use this button? Or they I'm sure they've come up with something even more influential by now. But they don't give it to everyone. Let's say they use this button, but only on the Facebook pages of Hillary supporters. Or just Democrats. Or just Hispanics. Or just in urban areas. Why wouldn't they? That's it. That's, a, <laughs> that's my argument. We know that Facebook can manipulate your newsfeed and change your mood, which changes your behavior. We know that they can do that. That's a fact. We know that there are people at Facebook who want, who think there's a responsibility for Facebook to prevent Trump from winning. We know that. We know that Facebook has already gotten involved in elections in the sense of that, you know, that I voted button. And we know that that has an effect on people's turnout to vote. So why wouldn't they use all this stuff and only increase turnout for Hillary Clinton voters? Why wouldn't they do it? Now, if for no other reason, they do it for business reasons, right? They, they want more immigrants to work at Facebook as programmers, right? And Trump wants to stop the H-1B visa program or at least stop the abuse of it. And Facebook doesn't want that. So they're going to support Hillary. If for no other reason than that, any company, would influ- any company that could influence an election to the way they want it to go would. Facebook obviously just has a huge reach to do it. This is from the New York Times of all places. Person says, yet few Americans think of Facebook as a powerful media organization, one that can alter events in the real world. When people rant about the mainstream media, they do not usually mean Facebook, which is the mainstreamiest of all social networks. That's because Facebook operates under a veneer of empiricism. Many people, many people believe that what you see on Facebook represents some kind of data mind objective truth unmolested by the subjective attitudes of fair and balanced human beings. The question isn't whether Facebook has outsized power to shape the world. Of course it does. 
And of course, you should worry about it. If it wanted to, Facebook could try to sway elections, favor certain policies, or just make you feel a certain way about the world. So, what's the solution here? Again, it looks like Glenn's going to meet with Zuckerberg maybe soon, which is cool. And Glenn in his Facebook post had a great post. He said, listen, or a great comment. He said, listen, Zuckerberg, if you want Facebook to be as ubiquitous and widespread as Alexander Graham, Graham Bell's invention of the telephone, you have to make it for everyone. Don't, don't fracture it by being only for Democrats or whoever. Then it won't be as popular and successful as you dream it to be or you want it to be. Good piece of advice. For us, though, uh, I'm not calling on anyone to censor or to, to boycott or whatever. Um, I mean, I don't think you should go on Facebook as much anyway. Just but That's just generally good advice. But <laughs> there's no big boycott here. Just be aware. That's it. I think it's just important to be aware that Facebook can change your mood and change your behavior. Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800 800- 215 